0: Hello there, my name is David Thompson from the Fraser Valley in British Columbia. I am here with a message of ultimate meaning and purpose. Not a message that is religious, <clears throat> in the sense of how some people perceive the word religious sociologically. Oh, that person is religious. No. No. I am here to bring what is real and is backed up by irrefutable evidence from many fields of science and archeology span objectively, and is also confirmed by subjective experience and lives totally transformed from many backgrounds. People that have totally opposed this message throughout history have been totally changed. The hardest criminals, the most evil, vile people, have become saints, have become those that have come into a close and a loving relationship with the one true eternal God. What I am sharing with you, you can discover more about, as far as specific questions you may have, on my website at ultimatemeaning.com. There, there's a flip book with print highlighted in red. There are actually links to YouTube videos that are very profound and amazing, that confirm from many fields of science and archaeology what I am sharing here about, that the vast majority of the public know nothing about because these things are always kept hidden from the public by those that want to choose to believe what is not real what is a lie and so just by going there you will be amazed at what you discover so check that out there's also videos there where i go into more detail showing evidence and pointing out various videos in the videos. So you can check all of that out at ultimatemeaning.com So this message is for all those that are hungry and thirsty for reality, for ultimate meaning and destiny in your lives. It is a message that has existed from the very first people. Till this time. And I will be explaining what that message is. In fact, this message has existed even before the world was created. And will exist in the infinite future as much as it was always in the infinite past. Why, I'm saying some pretty amazing things. Oh, an infinite past, an infinite future, a message that... Yes, you will find out what I'm talking about shortly. First of all, I want to share with people that this message is for the whole world. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what belief system you were brought up under. This message is for you, especially for those that are hungry, and thirsty for what is real and are not deceiving themselves or desiring to deceive themselves to believe what is not real and will in the end bring dire consequences into people's lives. So what is this message about? It is about what can only possibly be who the one true God is. I should have said, who can only possibly be the one true eternal God? Oh, would you say you believe in evolution? Well, I mean, if you are just listening to those that want to be their own reality and their own little God, and ignore ultimate reality, then maybe you haven't heard about all of this. If evolution were true, there wouldn't be the overwhelming evidence that of recent has come out from many fields of science, for example, the James Webb Space Telescope which is a hundred times more powerful than the Hubble telescope. It is a million miles away from the earth. Look it up on YouTube and you can learn all about it. Here everyone was believing in the Big Bang Theory and after this telescope revealed things they would never seen before and is continually doing that The biggest proponents and scientists that were the biggest proponents of the Big Bang Theory say, no, it cannot be possibly true. It must be that the universe was infinite or they'll have some other kind of explanation because they don't want to believe in an ultimate source of reality. Then you have the discoveries in genetics, what is in the cell. Wow. That's amazing. I mean... Have you ever looked at the YouTube videos of what goes on in one little cell, which you cannot see with the naked eye? It's so small. The whole information that creates your body and your, your body in its uniqueness and only your body is in one little cell. There's the genes and the chromosomes and in there there's the information highly organized information they say I watched on Genesis Science Network and you have that link also on my site at ultimatemeaning.com on the home page with other really good news links but at Genesis Science Network you have 24-7 documentaries interviewing top scientists and experts around the world and archaeologists and so on 24-7 very interesting documentaries and I saw on there you know, all about the genetics and all the um, amazing discoveries, for example. Um, the Y chromosome is one of the strongest evidence. says that the theory of evolution is a big mastery of deception, which it is, because you can touch every field of science and find and expose that mastery of deception but this is the strong one of the well it is probably the strongest because they keep on saying well we're not going to give up believing in evolution until you can demonstrate that it is not true well now they can demonstrate for the first time in history that it could not be true why And of course, they have their excuses and their lies of why they don't want to believe all of this, even though the facts are right there. What do they do always? They go and skew the facts and and say a bunch of lies that aren't the truth and say it's science. But when you check out the evidence, you find out they've manipulated the data. And that's what you will see in the videos on the discovery of measuring the genealogy back of people through the Y chromosome, which shows that man could not have existed any longer than around 6,000 years. Because they time and time, they've even discovered all about the Indians and their civilization. and When they came here, they came from near the Caspian Sea and up in Siberia. And they migrated in the time when a lot of the peoples they were wandering because there was many battles going on and China between different tribes and also in the Roman Empire and all these people were wandering and uh, they wandered up through the um, Alaska there through and they came down and they settled anywhere between 200 and 900 AD that was when this was all happening they were coming through that's when the Indians came to North America they know that now this has been verified by the genetics so I I think What you need to do is go and look that up on YouTube for yourself and check it out. I don't know if I dare bring it up here to show you, but I do know the name of the book is, um, if I can bring it to my mind, it is on my phone actually, so I haven't read it yet, but I do have the name of the book here. So it's called Traced. And if you type in 2... YouTube Traced, and the author is Nathaniel T. Jensen, I don't see the name, I'll bring it up to see the name, Jensen, uh, J-E-A-N-S-O-N. Well, you'll see all there about it, um, how overwhelming the evidence is, showing, yes, a lot of people don't know that the way they measure all of this stuff and come out of the, up with these billions of years is again another mastery of deception. Uh, time and time again, uh, they will skew the data. They m- m- in Mount St. Helens when that blew up, they were measuring stuff using their systems. It said it was million years, millions of years old, and yet it just was whenever Mount St. Helens erupted back not too many years ago. What it was what was it? 20 or 30, 20 or some odd years ago. And it was reading millions of years. And this is over and over again. I mean, you have to go to Genesis Science Network and look at all of this because I don't want to get too sidetracked in all the details here because I have a message that I want to give you of great hope. Then you have things... There's over 104 young earth indicators that are based in way less presumption than what is used to come up with these long ages. 104. Indicating that the earth is nowhere between probably 7,000, uh, no, six to 10,000 years old. All kinds of strong evidence with that. Like now they find... That many of the dinosaurs and everything that they can find blood in their marrow and flesh in their marrow time and time again and they know that can only exist in the thousands of years probably not more than uh five thousand years or six thousand years it should have deteriorated long ago so don't tell me the dinosaurs are millions of years old when they got all kinds of tracks of dinosaurs with man that aren't forgeries because of the spectrometry equipment that verifies that those tracks that are human are genuine with the uh, dinosaur footprints. There was a few forgers in the past that tried to make money doing that. But it doesn't matter what field of science there is. You look at the, this whole thing that they put in the back of cards and different images where they have the ape and man gradually involving up to man. Do you know that all of those are complete Mastery of deception. The first one it turned out to be only the extinct, the tooth of an extinct pig, and they made a whole skull out of it. Then they got this in their textbooks with, uh, you know, embryos, where they totally manipulated the pictures of the embryos to look like it was evolution, and they still have them in the textbooks, although it's a total forgery. And they had the Piltdown man and the. Textbooks, which is a total forgery, discovered many years later after being in all the textbooks. And, oh, it's fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fed up with all the lies. And of people being lied to. You know, the word of God says that God will give them strong delusion to believe a lie that they might be all condemned to love not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I am here to share with you what is far greater pleasure than anything in this temporal, physical realm. And I want to touch on that also now because it's one of the most powerful evidences and that is in particle physics and everything that points towards other dimensions that are far more superior to this dimension when you do the mathematical analysis of some people have done. Now I've written a book titled Afterlife Incredible Irrefutable which you can purchase on Amazon it's 368 pages of a large six by nine paperback. And you can get it on your phone or whatever app or you know electronic device you're using as well. But the evidence of life after death, this physical dimension is very inferior. When people transition out of their bodies, in other words, their physical body dies, They are in a dimension that is so way beyond this dimension of superiority. I mean, time and time again, you can look up YouTube videos and so on and watch about this. Doctors that have medical equipment on them and are operating on them, some that have been dead for almost two hours like Dean Braxton. And there's others, there's Dale Black, there's many others up there. Uh, I can't name them all uh, on YouTube. Dean Braxton is B-R-A-X-T-O-N. And you will discover that people such as Dean Braxton, although I don't know if in his case he did describe to the doctors the details. There's many others up there that did. I just can't bring their names to mind. They give details to the doctors of what they're talking about, that the normal mind could never absorb or remember all that stuff. They come back and they remember it all totally well, what the doctors were saying, what tools they were using, what the people were saying, their relatives in the room next door or a mile away in their home. All of these things have been verified time and time again, which they could have never known because they were totally dead. The medical equipment showed that there was flat brain readings, EKG or whatever it's called. The same with the heart. they describe a dimension that is so real that they can absorb a whole dictionary in a second just like that they can see their whole life in just a couple of seconds from the end to the beginning and absorb every thought that they had and how it affected people many, many times over just your thoughts affect people you don't know that while you're alive in the body that even your thoughts are affecting what causes other people to think things and do things So if you have negative thoughts, it goes out as a wave throughout the world, throughout many people's lives, and and has an influence on what they think, not just your words. And so I'm here to share with you, as I said originally, who the one true eternal God could only be, and about this message, what it is. So I want to share that now with you. We observe the universe, and science has made this observation in our present universe. It's called the first law of thermodynamics and the second law of thermodynamics. And the first law of thermodynamics says that something always exists. You know, it might be in a certain form you destroyed, it's just in another form. Basically, it's pointing out that there must have been something without a beginning. The second law, that's the first law of thermodynamics. The second law of thermodynamics says anything left on its own always goes in the direction of disorder. Complete disorder. And that's an observable fact. It's basically corruption. Things become corrupted. But here we are, when in the infinite past, since the universe has no beginning, in the infinite past we should have come to complete chaos, but here we are. In a universe where you have in your cell, that you cannot even see, little robot type thing is walking on tracks that are also very complex, that they also build around things. And these robots have two arms like a human being and two legs like a human being and they carry loads and they get addresses to go to a specific place with their particular package. It's more complex than a person delivering parts for, uh, to a particular place that they need to build a spaceship. And these things go around inside this little cell walking and you can see them walking on the tracks and so on because of the you know, electronic microscopes and so on. I've shown all this. All of this is happening. You know how fast these little creatures are walking according to what I saw by one scientist on the Genesis Science Network. He said it would be equivalent to people here walking at a speed of 2,000 miles an hour. They're going around your little cell carrying all these things, doing all these things to bring about a particular protein that your body needs and that can also build your whole body if it's, you know, a cell that's bringing forth a child in the womb. You talk about people like Noel, Rari, and others that, oh, we're gonna hack into man we're going to do this and that and oh aren't we something and isn't and he believes on all this evolution stuff oh i tell you you know there's a verse in the bible that says he that sits in the heaven shall laugh the lord shall have them in derision i'm laughing they can't even come near to producing what's in a little cell and they think there's somebody in their conceit before in rebellion of conceit before the almighty creator. And we want to take over the human race and hack into them and we want to be the ones that control everyone. Oh, really? I cannot believe how evil some people are. Without God, that's what happens to people. And when they're told a lie and they want to believe and buy into it, that's what happens. They don't care about their fellow man. All they care about is themselves and that they are the ones. And of course, it's at the cost of the destruction of others and of a life of misery. What dictatorship has not been a life of misery for the multitudes? Because man is corrupt. By the way, I don't prepare anything when I'm sharing here. I just speak from my heart because I'm here to let God speak. What he's wanting to say to use an individual into the world at this particular time. So I want to get back to what I was talking about the second law of thermodynamics. This points to an ultimate source of reality that would have to be what could only be an ultimate source of reality that could counteract the law of corruption, so to speak is a quality that is the opposite of corruption, that is the destroyer of corruption, and there's only one quality which I will describe that could possibly be that. It is an ultimate perfection of love, and I must describe what I mean by an ultimate perfection of love. That is who God is. He is the ultimate source of love, not only the ultimate perfection of love. In fact, it is love that is the whole meaning for all that exists. And it emanates from the very source of God, love, which is God. And this love has two aspects to it. And let me say this before I get in to describing this love and its two aspects. God doesn't create beings that are like robots where it's just some like with man trying to put information into a machine and get a certain output. And so with this AI stuff that they think is so great, oh, they're gonna be way more intelligent than man. What, wow, we've really done something, haven't we? Whew. how proud and conceited. But let me tell you something, that this is nothing because it's just an input. And because the input is corrupt, the output is corrupt. And so they're finding out that these big, intelligent AI things that are creating books and all this right now are telling a bunch of lies and making up things that are a bunch of lies. Well, what do you expect when the input is going to be filled with corruption and lies, such as the theory of evolution is? A total lie and mastery of deception, not real science. Every field, I don't care what it is, I can, you just don't know how much you've been lied to. Oh, thank God, this universe has ultimate meaning and purpose. That there, you know, you want to believe that there's no meaning and purpose to your life? You only have to look around at all things and see that everything is created for a greater purpose. And every little purpose is for greater and greater purposes and the ultimate purpose. In fact, everything is created with male and female counterparts, which is a picture of this love, God wanting to be married to his creation. And this love, therefore, God does not create robots. He creates beings that have the capacity to love, and that means he creates beings that are the source of their own action, that have their own free will. And his purpose is to bring us into harmony with as well, Because when you have your own free will, there is the potential to choose against this ultimate reality in rebellion and bounce against it, resulting in negative consequences that are destructive or corrupt in your life and will destroy it from its ultimate purpose, which is to find ultimate pleasure in the one who created you. And that is found in God. And in that other dimension, in heaven, when these people like Dean Braxton and Dale Black and many others entered heaven, they said the pleasure was so great beyond this world, there's no way to describe it. They described the other dimension as being like the physical dimension, like 2D paper, you know, compared to 3D like we experience in the physical dimension. That's how much greater it is. And there they experience a pleasure far greater than any physical or sexual pleasure in this world in loving God and in loving one another. And they don't have physical union with one another. Because they're experiencing something far greater in their union with God and with one another. Yes, they can embrace one another and experience incredible fellowship with one another. But I'm not here to get sidetracked on all of what is in heaven. I could talk for a long time on it. Because people have died and experienced these things and have come back to life, highly verified, to have been dead. And I've given the example of Dean Braxton, so you'll remember that one. Look it up on YouTube. So God creates beings with the capacity to love, but that means they're the source of their own action. Therefore, they are self-responsible, not God, for their choices. So when God created the de- created Lucifer and he fell and became a corrupt being called the devil and Satan, God is not the source of that. God is only the source of ultimate good. But to have ultimate good, you must create beings that have the capacity to love. But there's this dilemma because there's a potential and choice to choose what is corrupt. There's the potential for taking on a hell-contagious anti-life Anti um, whole state of being that is self tormenting in your grasping to find fulfillment in what is a delusion because it is temporal. There is a verse in Jonah that says, They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. So God is has created us with the capacity of love because that is the highest experience of pleasure which is found in fellowship with God. He created us for His pleasure and our ultimate pleasure is only found in Him. Only when you have the ultimate reality who is God indwelling you can that God-shaped vacuum in you be filled And swallow up over time the tendencies of a grasping state of being that is destructive. And the more that dies, that grasping state of being, once you've received the living God into you, that seed, that divine seed grows and swallows it up, the more you come into wholeness. That is unconditional of circumstances. You can only look. You only have to look up Brother Yun, the Heavenly Man, and how he was tortured by the Chinese Communist Party for ten years in the most horrific ways, and how triumphant he was, and how he escaped out of prison supernaturally, and fled to Europe and to the West. It's a total miracle. You can watch his, listen to his audio book for free on the internet. Just look up Brother Yun, the Heavenly Man. Why you, Yun. That's one example. So there's this love. And I want to describe the two aspects of this love, as I mentioned. God's intention is that we would become his corporate bride from every background, be married to God, and that is his ultimate purpose. It is the purpose of all things that he'd be married to his creations, and there are myriads of creations. God is very great. Let me... Describe this before I get in describing the love of God. Look at the vastness of the universe. It, the speed of light goes around the world seven times in one second. And yet it takes, what is it, seven years to get to the closest star, which is like our sun. And our sun is what, a thousand times bigger than the earth. And there are other stars that are a thousand times bigger than the sun and many of different varying sizes. Man will never get to another in the physical dimension to to be, you know, the speed of light's not going to get you anywhere because do you know how big the universe is from the Hubble, not the Hubble telescope, the James Webb telescope and all that they can see, they estimate, and that's only the stuff they can see. It estimates out even our own galaxy to what is it between 100 and 400 billion stars just in the Milky Way. But you have so many stars in the universe that they say that for every grain of sand on the Earth, there would be a thousand more stars. And that for 7 billion people, each person would have, I believe it is 80 trillion stars to themselves, or was it 18 trillion? I forgot. That's just what they can see with the telescopes, and there's no end. So here we have a creator that is that great, that has been creating from the infinite past. And I would say to the evolutionists, have you ever considered, if you believe in the theory of evolution, that things are evolving to a higher and higher level so that man eventually becomes this god? that That would mean, since there's an infinite past, evolution must have evolved to its maximum which would be who I am describing and would have because such an ultimate hypothetical, of course, I don't believe it happened, but saying that there was something that evolved to the ultimate max, which is what I am describing is the ultimate max of what could possibly with the theory of evolution even come to pass, that ultimate being and it would not be a being that would be able to reproduce because sexual reproduction is a very highly advanced state this would be before the physical dimension or anything else this being and you can look at people like what is it ron pearson is it a highly renowned um, physicist who believes in a another theory which I wouldn't get into. It's called the Big Breed Theory that doesn't have all the contradictions of the Big Bang. And and Anyhow, I don't want to get into that. You can look it up. Um, It's in my book. But what you have is you have God being so great that he would be, if he was evolved, That he would have mastered time and chance all the powers of the universe of space and time and so on so that he would have complete power over all of that so that it would have negated that there would have been evolution in the first place he would have always been because it would negate it because it would swallow up the need for time the need for chance And that is something that God showed me back in the 90s and I have never heard anyone talk about. So this ultimate being has always been. And the universe is very vast. And so you say, well, I guess God just created life on Earth and nowhere else in this vast universe. I don't think so. I know people that I've written in my book, some of them. Howard Storm is one former atheist that was converted after he died and went to hell, he was an atheist professor. Yeah. So, Howard Storm, you got all this life? Do you think there's not life in other planets? According to Howard Storm, God said that Earth is one of the most corrupt planets that exists. It is the most corrupt. Maybe that's why Christ came here. Maybe in nowhere else. It's possible he came nowhere else in the whole universe to die on the cross. I want to explain about that. I shouldn't have really got into that yet. For those that are new. Because they might be turned off right now. Oh, he's talking. I will explain something from a very integral scientific point of view. That will make you realize that what I am sharing is reality. And is not religious, okay? I am saying that in the universe there are myriads of creations but you'll never reach them. Man's not going to reach them. Oh, what about UFOs? No, that's not... What that is is another dimension trying to enter this dimension that is demonic and are fallen angels. That's all that stuff is. That's why they can do strange things that you can't do in the physical realm. You can't fly like those flying saucers fly in front of the jets and do crazy things like that unless you're entering from another dimension that's superior to the physical. And angels do enter this dimension. They have from the beginning. But I'm not going to get sidetracked with those things. What I'm here to share with you about is this love and the two aspects that I promised you that I'm going to describe in an integral way. So I was mentioning that there must be something that is the opposite of corruption. And it is this love. And it's in its first aspect, this is what this love is like. It is a quality that always chooses the highest lasting good freely. Always chooses the highest lasting good over any lesser choice. Because any lesser choice as such would have a measure of corruption in it. This love is so pure in its integrity that, as it were, it is a blazing fire of judgment against all that is contrary to this love. Only this could be the destroyer of corruption, which is the destroyer of all good. Only this quality that is so integrous to judge and eliminate all corruption. That will not condone what is contrary to this love. That's the first aspect of this love. It's represented in the negative symbol. In nature, in mathematics, in electricity, and so on and so forth. Everything is involved with negatives and positives, and the forming of things in the womb, and so on. this negative symbol represents an indestructible foundation of reality and the cutting off of all corruption but it is out of the negative symbol that is formed the positive symbol by crossing out the negative symbol it forms the symbol of the cross or a positive symbol and that symbol was the last letter of the most ancient languages Back going to 1500 B.C., 2000 B.C. and earlier, the Hebrew language originally was symbolic letters. So was the Phoenicians and all the other peoples in that area in the Middle East. The last letter was the symbol, just like we draw the symbol of the cross and meant a sign or symbol. So, atheists, you can't take crosses down because you're saying they're Christian because they existed way before Christianity. As a sign or a symbol. God is not so small that he can't communicate with what he created for his pleasure. He can come down to this little planet in a human form. That means he's really amazing and great to think that you think God is so great that he can't do such a thing is a limited view of the greatness of God. God is so great that he can come out of this vast universe that he's created, which I just described. He could come to this little speck of a planet that's like a little speck of sand in the midst of all the earths and all the grains of sand on the earth. And communicate with man you only have to read genesis 18 in the old testament of the bible where abraham a real historical figure is standing he's at his tent door and there are three men standing before him that probably look very majestic he bows before them and says can i make you a wonderful meal and they say yeah go ahead and he has a servant bring out the food and You can read all about it there in Genesis 18. He sits down and he talks with these three actually beings, angels. And he addresses the leader of those three as Yahweh, which is the most sacred name for God. Yahweh is the Hebrew for the name Lord in the King James Bible often. Usually when it says Lord God, the word Lord is Yahweh. And Yahweh basically means the ultimate reality that is separate above and far beyond creation. Jesus Christ said that he is the I am. When it says in the Old Testament, I am, when it's talking about Moses going to to Egypt, he, he addresses himself as the I am that I am. And that it was I am that was sent, that sent Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell him to let his people go. I am. The ultimate reality in Jesus Christ said that he is the I am that I am. But here he is, Abraham's eating with Jesus Christ in Genesis 18, with God totally manifest in the flesh. Now, the other word, when you have the word Lord God in in the English Bible, the word God is often the word Elohim in the Hebrew, which means the Almighty's plural, referring to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And yes, for God to be Almighty, he must also be in three personages because he must rule in the three ultimate aspects of existence, which are beyond creation, number one, in creation, number two, and filling all creation, number three, as God the Father, separate above And beyond creation, knowing the end from the beginning in every little detail. Down to the last atom and molecule. As God the Son, the full expression, the one and only full expression of God the Father. And the word Son means expression, it also means word. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God. The full expression of God manifest to the creation, to communicate with it, to experience it and the love and so on, and the pain and the suffering, which he did. He was there with Abraham. Also as Melchizedek, the priest of the Most High God that Abraham met, and Melchizedek gave him bread and wine to eat, and Abraham addressed him as the priest of the Most High God. Oh, I can go on and talk. It says in Micah, which chapter is that? I've forgotten how if it's chapter 6 or what. Do you know the name of the Son, of who God is? It questions, do you know who he is? Yes. God is so great in his love that he could come to this planet as he did in Jesus Christ. His blood was not from man. The Holy Spirit moved upon Mary, and that blood was from God. And they found the blood. If you want to read my book on ultimatemeaning.com, which is very original writing by the gifting of the Spirit of God through me to you, you will see a YouTube video there talking about how they discovered the blood of Christ that was shed on the cross and have analyzed it in Israel and how it doesn't have the normal chromosomes of a man. And Now, I mean, that all sounds hard to believe, but when you see the evidence, you will find it's very strong including the Ark of the Covenant that the Israeli government knows is there, but they're hiding it. They know it's there. Ron Wyatt dug tunnels for years. You can see the whole team digging tunnels and then how they discovered the Ark of the Covenant. It's all the six people that dropped dead when they tried to go in there and retrieve the the, the Ark from the Israeli authorities. I did see a picture of that. I don't they took it, I saw it once on YouTube and they took it down. Anyhow, don't want to get sidetracked. But Jesus Christ came and is God manifest in this flesh. He was tempted in every way like we were, and yet without sin, to the point that he died on the cross. It's like he took the first man Adam in whom we all became corrupt. And in his obedience and union with the Father, took him and nailed the first man, Adam, to the cross. So that we can be in the second Adam, who is Jesus Christ. Yes, God loved you so much that he became a perfect, atoning, substitutionary sacrifice on the cross for you. So that you could choose to ask for forgiveness and cleansing of your sin. God humbled himself more than you, a mere creature. He suffered more than you, a mere creature. That's how much he loves you as an individual and this whole world. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He loved you so much that he humbled himself more than you and suffered more than you on the cross so that you could repent and choose to be forgiven of your sins and cleanse. And if you call out from the depths of your heart and truth and say, God, be merciful to me, I'm a sinner. Cleanse me through the blood of Jesus Christ from all my sin and forgive me of all my sin. Come into my life with your Holy Spirit. He will come into your life and you will be changed. And you will become born again of the Spirit of God and brought forth in new of the Spirit of God and a new divine nature. You were in a state like this, your soul, your spirit was worshiping your own consciousness, which is your soul. And it's like a clenched fist of self-deception and corruption. And you finally decided to see what reality is that it is this love that is so great. It will not tolerate corruption, but has got such love that he would take judgment upon himself for you. And you opened your hand up and you cried and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, like a shell of a seed breaking open. And now you're in a state of selfless trust instead of selfishness. And in that state, the Spirit of God comes in to dwell with you, and now the hand cannot close, and you have the seed of a new divine nature because the Spirit of God is dwelling with your soul and spirit, and now that seed will grow. And as you continue to seek God and abide in him, all of the tendencies of self-destructiveness and corruption that are like a black hole in outer space or like uh, pesty flies tempting you to believe lies will be swallowed up by the life of the holy presence of God abiding in you as you continue to seek him. you will come into a greater and a greater identity and union and liberty and abundance of life that is unconditional of circumstances, which I've already mentioned with Brother Young, the heavenly man, as an example. This is good news. And this message is for all that are hungry and thirsty for reality. Christ says in his word in the Old Testament, whoever believes with their life into me out of their innermost being shall flow rivers of living water when dean broxton was in heaven which you can watch in the youtube video and also dale black and others they said that in that dimension god's love was so great that there's no way it can be described in the physical dimension and do justice to it it was so great and they were standing before christ And they knew that God loved them so much that it felt like he was loving them to the point that they were the only one that existed in the universe and that they were the apple of his eye. They knew that if he only created them, he would have humbled himself more than them and suffered more than them on the cross so that they could choose to be forgiven and cleansed of their sin. They knew it. That is the intensity of the love. Yet they knew that God loved all the other people there in heaven, of course, and and the others, and he's not willing that any should perish. And he wants you to know the good news, that he's coming soon. I could go into how soon it is, the soon return of Christ, it's very obvious. We can see the corruption in high places, which is a manifestation of what the Bible said would happen in the last days, that the terrors would become evident and the wheat would become evident towards the ends, and oh, is it ever evident now. People that have sold themselves out for money and corruption and don't care about you as an individual. All they care about is themselves. They're in a hell contagious, self-tormenting state of being, and are so corrupt that they don't even realize the things they are doing are destroying themselves as well as everyone around them. They're like a black hole in other space or a hell-contagious state of being that pulls everything in and destroys. Instead of love, the opposite of what God created us to be was to be filled with love. So he's calling you to come into a loving relationship with him and be reconciled to him. Fear God and give glory to him. Fearing God is not a negative thing. It's a very positive thing because it's like fearing the law of gravity. To fear the law of gravity is to obey what would cause destruction to you if you go against that law. It is a law unto life. And the fear of God is the right perception of who God is in his holiness that is so severe on corruption that he will not tolerate corruption in your own life, but is so great that he will allow you to have a way of forgiveness so that you can repent And you may fail a number of times because of the deception of your own heart, but every time if there's true resolve that you really are sorry and you are repentant, you're forgiven and you can change and he will change you. And you will grow into a relationship with him. So I'm just sharing this message with all that are hungry and thirsty. So thank you for listening to this message.